Do you ever have days that you just don't feel like doing anything? Maybe you want to take the day off of mom life or work life and just veg on the couch and watch a movie? We get it. Beck and I talk all about that today in today's episode, but we also share some tough love about the reality of our feelings and the fact that we have to move past those feelings and continue to show up for ourselves if we want to live our best life. And we also talk about the struggles that we have as business owners, content creators, coaches, overwhelmed moms, <laughs> and a few other things. And so we hope that you know this podcast will resonate with some of you because we didn't want to be doing this podcast or recording it today, but we showed up and we know that it's going to be impactful. We also cover our Fit Mom Fit Month, which is starting next week. So there's links in the show notes. If you would like to join us, you're in that space right now where you feel overwhelmed or paralyzed with all of the things that you might need to do or things you might need to make changes with. We are going to layer those in week by week next month. And we would love to have you as part of our community as we work on bettering ourselves and showing up for our ourselves, no matter how we feel. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators. And this is The Food Code. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. It's Friday, yeah. It's, it's Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday, what? I know. <laughs> Hopefully, today is a good day. What day is today? The week, the weekend before May. The weekend before May. Cinco de Mayo's next week. Yes. Yes, it is. And I'm going to be in Nashville next week, so it's a good day. Yes. <laughs> you guys will go enjoy Nashville. Nice. I, I need to give Liz a week off, because I took a week off for vacation, and... It's a lot. It's a lot to take on on a, on a week on your own with yeah. all that we try to juggle. And it's a perfect intro discussion into not wanting to do it sometimes. Yes. That's so. what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I think that Liz is going to share a story that is very powerful because of who it came from. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, you know that Becca and I both uh, go to church and I was sitting in church this past Sunday. It was Easter Sunday. And I just love the honesty from our pastor. And honestly, I mean, the community there, it's very contemporary. Everybody's very real. They touch on real world um, situations right now and topics, which I really appreciate just from, you know, the standpoint of faith and, you know, believing, because I think for a lot of people, the last few years have been really challenging. You know, faith has been tested in a lot of different ways. But anyways, our pastor was just uh, sharing, you know, for the people who are new to coming to church, maybe back in person for the first time in a while, or, you know, were invited by a friend for Easter Sunday. He's like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I wish a lot of other pastors would be honest too. Sometimes we wake up on Sunday morning and like, I don't feel like driving to three different campuses and giving the sermon. You know, it's like, this is, he's basically saying like, just as a human, you're not always going to feel like it. He's like, everybody thinks that we're so amped up to be here, but we're human too. And I think for all of you guys listening, understanding that Becca and Liz feel the same way. You know, a lot of times we have so much on our plate. We look at each other and we're like, oof, 
how are we going to do all this? I don't want to do those, do all this right now. I don't want to be super perky and smiling on camera when my period is killing me and I'm exhausted and I just want to lay down. Well, and like total transparency, literally before this podcast, her and I were both like, I don't want a podcast right now. I don't wanna, like for whatever reason today, I am just mentally not there. Like I'm not motivated to do things. I don't want to be productive. I'm really tired for whatever reason. I'm not sleeping well the past few nights. I don't really know why. My neck hurts right now. Like I'm just, you know, I'm just not in a positive place mentally. And I don't, I didn't want to come down here and podcast. And we, I've not accomplished as much as I wanted to today. Like my fitness pal isn't working. So I can't look at food logs. Like I'm supposed like, there's just a lot not working in our favor today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, how do you do it when you don't want to? You know, how do you get in the workout when you don't feel like it, when you wake up tired? Like this morning and yesterday morning, both mornings, Mm -hmm. I was exhausted when I woke up and I literally laid in bed for 10 minutes, just kind of standing, staring at the ceiling, trying to scroll through my phone to get myself to like wake up. I was like, I really don't want to right now. I'm really tired. I don't want to go down there into the cold garage because it's still effing 40 degrees in Chicago. It snowed overnight on Sunday and I just didn't want to. And then I was like, you know what, Becca, just get go, just get going, just mm-hmm. start. And both days, actually pretty good workouts other than straining my neck this morning. But other than that, like I PR'd yesterday, I had a pretty good workout this morning and I felt so much better afterwards, so much better. Mm-hmm. If I would have just stayed in bed, I would have gotten driven into this super long day of meetings and calls and not had any me time or movement time. And I probably would have been a miserable, angry bitch. Mm-hmm. crabby I'm crabby when I don't mm-hmm. work out like I'm crabby when I don't go to the gym and that was the, the same thing for me yesterday I had the same I laid out all of my clothes so we're gonna talk about you know how do we kind of start to overcome this so for me I try to be one step ahead like Sunday I did some meal prep I laid out my clothes we we're behind on laundry because we just moved a washer and dryer and so I'm like it's okay I'm just gonna put the clothes here I'm gonna get up here's my backup plan if I don't get to the gym at 6 30 then I'll go with art after drop-off and I actually prefer to go with him after drop-off so I was like you know what I'll get up. I got my prep done for yesterday because we had a long day yesterday as well. Got that done in the morning and then went and enjoyed the gym, you know, after we dropped Marcus off at school. But both days, I mean, I, as I mentioned before, my cycle right now, it's kind of kicking my butt. Um, my my back hurts. I'm crampy. And I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. But same thing. I hit my numbers both days because mentally, once I'm there and I get started, it's good. You just have to show up. Like you have to get yourself over that hurdle of not wanting to get out of bed. You can make all the rationalizations and excuses that you want. Um, Yesterday would have been really easy, I think, for Becca and I both because we had such an insane day Mm -hmm. to say, you know what, we'll rest today and we'll start our workout, you know, tomorrow or whatever. But my plans on Easter, I had originally planned to go after church before brunch at my mother-in-law's house with my dad, who's 86. He goes to the gym every day, but unfortunately church went way longer than expected. And so we had like 30 minutes. There was just no chance. We were going to get in and get out. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll shift. And instead of you know, going today, I'll go tomorrow. And I got all my steps in on Sunday. And so even some days when things don't go according to plan and it's not perfect, or you do show up and you don't hit your numbers, you just have to mentally be proud of yourself that you're there. And you didn't make those excuses and you didn't rationalize your way out of doing things because oftentimes in those moments, like I will say today, my workout today, my knee is bothering me. My hip is bothering me. I had heavy box squats. I got it done. And I feel better after because I feel accomplished Mm -hmm. versus 
skipping the gym, not going, then I'm sore, I'm tired, right? I don't have as much energy because when, for me personally, when I don't move my body enough, I I don't feel as energized, I don't feel as productive. And so even though I didn't want to, planning and preparing and just putting it in your calendar and time blocking and knowing like that is what I'm doing, this job, you know, this hour has that job, show up. And if you need to pivot while you're there and do a different workout than maybe was planned for the day, like if you're really struggling with, you know, soreness or something like that, you're not recovering well, or you just can't mentally get into it in terms of, you know, lifting heavy shit, that's okay. But just show up and move your body in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And I think the biggest reason that I do these things on days that I don't feel like doing them, I don't like who I am when I don't. I don't like the person I am. I'm not proud of who I am. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I don't feel like I have as much purpose. Like, it, Not to get super deep, super fast, but I really just don't like who I am as a person or am I happy with myself when I don't do the things that I want to do, like exercise consistently, push my body in my workouts, prep my food, make sure I enter my food if I'm in a season of life where I'm trying to track diligently, which I am currently, and I was kind of letting slip. And I just like wasn't proud of myself. I wasn't proud of the actions that I was taking daily. And Liz and I struggle with this as well. Like I'm not bulletproof. I'm not someone that always does everything right. Like I slip as well, but I catch myself because I don't like who I am and I don't like how I feel when those things start to happen too much. And I think unfortunately, a lot of people aren't happy with who they are and they're blaming external sources. They're blaming the car accident they were in 15 years ago. They're blaming the autoimmune condition that they have. They're blaming, not to say that these things don't impact our lives, but when we start identifying as these things and saying like, this is the reason I'm not X, Y, and Z, well, now you're never going to be happy. You're never going to have purpose. And I think, unfortunately, a big driver for the explosion in mental health situation that we have right now of people that are depressed and anxious and all of these different you know, dysfunctions is because people don't have purpose, because people don't do things that they're proud of, because people don't do hard things. We're in this, you know, you get a participation trophy and you get a participation trophy because people just don't want to get uncomfortable anymore. And I think that's a huge problem right now, which is driving a lot of the mental health issues. I'm not saying that mental health is not a vi- like a very valid problem and things that should be addressed, but I think a big root of it is that we are in a place right now where People are stuck on the stupid metaverse or they're stuck in this non-real world where they don't have to face reality and hard things. And then they don't do hard things. And then they're never proud. They never have this fulfillment feeling. And so for me, what keeps me doing these things is because I'm a happier, better person for doing the hard things, for doing the things on days that I don't feel like it, for being proud of myself when I go to bed. And that's what I think a lot of people are missing in their life. And unfortunately, there's no magic pill. There's no pill that you're going to swallow that's going to be like, tomorrow I actually feel like it all the time. I, you don't. You're not going to feel like it all the time. It's just reality. And so you have to find ways to just get started, to just do the hard things. And I think setting yourself up can be very well. But sometimes things like on Sunday, I did not plan well. It was a constant go, go, go day. I had no time to prep. I should have prepped Saturday. I didn't. So last night at 8.30 p.m., I was making air, sweet potato in the air fryer so that I could bring it to Liz's today. I didn't want to do it at 8.30. I had a lot of work left to do. I was tired from the day. It was a long day of calls. I didn't have any time otherwise. But it's what I committed to myself to doing. And so, again, you're never going to find yourself in this per- perfect situation. And I think a lot of people probably in January had great intentions for their lives this year. And now we're past Easter. We're almost in May. Where are we? 
are we still hanging on to those great intentions or have they completely been lost because we stopped keeping the commitments to ourselves? And so look at your day-to-day, look at your life and figure out where you aren't keeping commitments and where you're unhappy. And I guarantee it's probably because you're not doing things that you say you want to do. Yeah. And here's the thing, like when you talk about, you know, becoming soft as a society and like participation trophies, you know, for our kids, Beck and I don't believe in that. We believe in hard work. And I also believe in encouragement and teaching and educating and empowering skill development. That's a lot of what we do in our program. I don't want our clients to need another coach when they leave FitMom. I want them to walk away with the knowledge, the tools, and the education and the empowerment because of that education to move forward on their own and know that in certain seasons of life, yes, maybe they come back or they find a different coach because they like support and accountability in certain seasons, but you have to spend time developing your skill set. And if you've never done that, it's a good time to consider doing so because things are not going to get better if you keep relying on when you feel like doing things. Becca and I are both in courses right now. We have a lot of things on our plate within the business, with our coaches, with our you know education for ourselves, with our, our clients, discovery calls when people um, you know reach out and want to chat with us. We're doing our Fit Mom Fit Month coming up. Like we have a lot of moving parts in the business and life. Plus, we have kids. Plus, we have husbands who we like to see, you know, sometimes um, and homes that need to be, you know, taken care of. And so even before coming on this podcast, I was like, you know, another thing we should talk about is the reality of sometimes I don't want a mom. Sometimes I don't want a wife. And that does not mean that I don't love Marcus and my husband to death. I absolutely do. What I mean by that is sometimes if I'm being totally transparent, I want to lay on the couch and watch the notebook for the 18th time in my life with a bottle of wine and not hear anybody talk to me, not have my phone go off. I just want to watch the notebook. It's one of my favorite movies and I cry every time because you guys know I cry in movies, but that's just the raw, honest truth. Obviously, I'm not giving my husband and Marcus up and so I'm going to keep showing up even on the days that I don't feel like it, on the days that it's challenging or that I get so frustrated and I want to cry. I almost cried trying to decorate that bunny cake. I'm not even going to lie. It sent was me a text message and it said, fuck these whiskers. Yes. <laughs> she sent me a picture of her bunny cake. <laughs> I thought they looked fine and so did Nick. So I think you were over-exaggerating a little bit. Well, also my toddler was there at some points in time when we probably iced that thing four times because he kept sticking his fingers in it. Oh. So I was like, okay, Marcus, I, I want to decorate this with you, but I also want it to look good. Can you please go sit down now? That's just that's just the raw, honest truth, you know. And I don't think that there's enough of that in terms of you know parenthood because I think so many people paint the picture of mm-hmm. everything is perfect and we don't ever struggle. And it's just it's the yeah. truth. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like Carson's been a pill lately, dropping off at daycare again. I'm not really sure why. I can speculate. I don't really need anyone to tell me like their reasoning. I you know, thank you, but no, thank you, because. Um, he's a three-year-old going on four and it's just really hard. And it's been literally so emotionally taxing dropping him off at daycare for both him and me. And I called Nick the other day on the way home. I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. Can't take him. I, you need to take him. I cannot handle this anymore. And like Nick can't take him because Nick drives the complete opposite direction an hour to work. So I'm fine taking him because I work from home. But it's just hard. Like <laughs> There's the guilt there, right? Because you want to keep him home. Totally. I, I don't want him to go through that. And he hasn't really been able to fully communicate like why he doesn't want to go now all of a sudden. He says, you know, he doesn't want to see his friends. He says he doesn't want to trace his name. Like there's a lot of really strange things. And, and mostly it's just I don't want to go because um, I don't want to. And so, you know, it's... <laughs> 
It's great. And you question all the time, like, am I being a good parent? Am I doing the right things for my kid? Am I teaching them properly? Am I challenging them enough while also nurturing them? And like, it's just a lot. Okay. Life is a lot. Stress is a lot. Everyone's stress is relative. And so I will not say that your stress is not worthy or that, you know, my stress is more important. But at the end of the day, everyone freaking deals with stress. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. And people get it done regardless. And so, You have to ask yourself if you're constantly using the excuse that something is going on. Is something always going on, though? Something always going on that always seems to be getting in the way of you and your health journey or you and doing things that you've been struggling with for, you know, months, if not decades. Like, you have to kind of look and take a step back. And are you the person that always has something going on, that always has, oh, I'm just really stressed right now, or oh, this drama or this problem or, you know, whatever it might be. Look at people that are successful. Look at people that are successful, that have accomplished a lot, that seem to have it all together. I can promise you they have problems. They have stresses. They probably don't give them the time of day that you do though. And that is the difference. You have to pick and choose your battles. You have to work through those things because if you don't, you will eventually let your circumstances control your life. You will let the day-to-day trivial things that should not matter control your life and control you ultimately not accomplishing what you want to accomplish. There's always going to be something going on. There's always going to be stress. There's, I mean, you look one way and like, for example, we were at the uh, gym this morning. We always warm up on the treadmill together. And I I just looked at my husband and I'm like, I can't even be up here and stare at that TV. It was Fox News that was on. It could be CNN. It could be any of the major, like, I I just can't. It stresses me out, Mm -hmm. you know? And they were talking about today, I guess, um, the bunny pushed Biden or something. And I'm like, this is what we're covering. We're covering the fact that they put, I mean, I think they pushed him out of the way because they didn't want to, the reporter to answer or ask a question, I guess. But I'm just like, this is what we're covering when we have many other things in the world to be concerned about. But okay, the Easter Bunny pushed the president. All right. So, you know, I just, I choose to also protect my mental space and what mm-hmm. comes in. What do I consume? And so if you are that person who says, you know, this isn't the season, then I'm going to challenge you to look at where you have time to do everything at least one or two things a day for yourself to decompress and try to counterbalance the stress. Like I'm doing a, a training in our uh, Fit Mom group. It'll be you know a few weeks behind by the time this podcast airs tomorrow and talking about your priorities. And we're going to talk about the drains and the charges. If you aren't doing anything to charge you up, you're probably going to be pretty miserable. You're probably going to be the person who never reaches their goals. This is some tough love right here. It's Friday Fire, friends. Uh, You're probably going to be the person that never reaches their goals because you have so many things that are draining you that you are not taking control over. And that is a choice. I evaluated, we did this a couple of years ago with a mentor, evaluated what are all the things in my life that are draining me, my emotional energy, my mental energy, my physical energy, and what are all the things that I am doing to charge myself up. And so now I'm very protected of things. I will say no. For example, I've said no to two baby showers recently. I will gladly send you a gift on Amazon or I will see you at some point. But like for me to take three hours out of my day and drive to a baby shower to, you know, spend time with people that I don't really know besides the person that's having the child, that's just something on my list that I've decided is a no for me. So, you know, I think for you, you have to evaluate what are all the things that you're saying yes to. If you're the yes person to everybody else and you are no longer a priority or your needs are not being met, 
you've got to shift and you've got to start saying no to things or delegate things or stop doing certain things. Stop signing up to be, you know, the mom that does it all at the PTA board. Stop doing those things and start doing things for you. And it sounds really selfish, but at the end of the day, you have one life to live and every single day is a gift. And if you are not doing anything in your day to build yourself up, to charge your batteries, you're going to be pretty miserable. And it's going to be really hard because every day you're going to have things that you need to do that you don't feel like doing. And the only way that those things get done every day, I'm only speaking for myself here, is because I take that time for me. I have that hour for myself in the gym. Sometimes it's by myself. Sometimes it's with my husband. Sometimes it's my walk. He jokes with me. He was joking with me this weekend. He's like, I know you're going to go out and you're going to do your your trail walk for 10 or 15 minutes. I need that time to charge me up. It gives me space. It allows me to think. It allows me to decompress. And sometimes I've even been taking days off of like social media. Like Monday this week, I, I didn't even post anything. I didn't even go on my stories. I don't think at all. Like it was just a day that was too busy I didn't have anything to share and I was exhausted mentally from the weekend. And so I'm like, you know what? That's okay. I don't have to be on there every single day. And so for you, you've got to evaluate what can you start doing, even if it's small changes and it's not rip the bandaid off super drastic. Remember that you can do small things and all of it's in your control. All of it is ultimately your choice. Yeah. Your life is a result of your choices or lack of choices. I mean, at the end of like... I don't know who follows David Goggins, but he he makes a really good point on this. I think it was earlier this week. He talked about like you are effectively where you are at right now. If it is not somewhere you're happy with, it is somewhere that you're, you know, frustrated about, it is because of a series of choices that you have made or have not made. And so to change that, you have to then make different choices and probably harder choices. And this is something, you know, like being a mom, and I'm not calling any moms out, but like where I'm at with my kids, if I'm not happy with it, if I'm not happy with like Carson's behavior or, you know, Taylor's sleep schedule, like, yeah, babies are kind of a wild card. But like at the end of the day, what am I feeding Carson? How am I nurturing him? What are my emotions towards him? Like all of those things. Yeah, we can complain and joke all we want about our kids, but like we create them. We, we are the ones who raise them. And so we need to look at if you're blaming your kids, one, first of all, they don't deserve that. I will never be someone that says my kids are the reason that I'm not who I want to be. That is not something that should ever be put on them. And so if that's what your reason is right now, really try to evaluate like probably not. It's probably your choices that you are making or not making and different ones that need to be had. And then the other piece of it is at the end of the day, like, okay, Maybe you're not happy. You're not where you want to be. You want to be somewhere else. Unfortunately, you can't be. You're right where you are in this moment. And so all you can do is move forward from there. You can be frustrated all you want about, you know, I'm 50 pounds from where I want to be. I'm not, I don't have healthy habits anymore. My health is in the dump, like whatever it is. Okay, start here. That is all you can do is start here and start making different choices. You cannot magically end up somewhere tomorrow other than one step at a time. And so if you are unhappy with where you're at, you struggle to show up for yourself consistently, you guys, take the responsibility. Take the responsibility. And if you then even still struggle, find someone to help you hold that responsibility. I was talking to Liz earlier today. I was like, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to do still with the business that I'm not doing as well as I want. 
I know I need a mentor. I need someone that is going to hold me accountable to creating that time and that space to work more on the business. Because right now we're working in the business. I'll be the first to admit, like doing a lot of content creation for social media, spending a lot of time on calls. We've had a lot of new signups and clients lately, which is amazing. But because all that time has been spent on those things, I have not been able to work on the business, to work on developing you know, our core value system, our coaches, our, all of those things that I still want to be building. You know, building our client list is awesome. That's, you know, all, you know, you want more clients, you want more business. That's great. But I have not spent the time elsewhere. And I know a thousand percent, I will not do it until someone else is holding me accountable. I know that about myself. And so if you're that person, find the help, find the help, invest in the help to help change your life. Because obviously you haven't been successful at it yet. Mm-hmm. If you are in that seat. Yeah. And we both have had coaches and we've had mentors. We've had business mentors. We've had nutritional coaches. I'm working with a coach right now. Like there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And I will also tell you, there is no perfect time. I'm in a a cut right now and about three and a half weeks into it. It's not the most adherent that I've ever been primarily because we've had a lot of stuff go on the last few weeks, whether it's business or personal. We've had some events. My dad was in town. Then it was Easter. Honestly, Saturday, it was just a crapshoot because I got stuck for seven hours without any food besides a protein bar, thank God. But like, I couldn't catch my day up in terms of like my intake, you know? And so sometimes you're going to have that. But what helps for me at least is having somebody to answer to and that can hold me accountable that I know on Monday I had to report in, here's how the weekend went. And here's what I did this weekend, Sunday, very intentionally on Easter to prepare for this week to get ahead because I didn't do that the week before. And so things just weren't as perfect. Like I like to be an A plus student. I'm a nutrition coach, but I'm also human. And that's just my also, that's my personality. Ask Becca. Cause I'm always like, Oh, this, this instructor grades so hard, but I'm going to prove her wrong. But, but Liz is getting a 97%, but she's upset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Anywho. So th- the whole point of this is like, understand that we don't want to some days either, but we show up and we do things when we don't want to. And hopefully this podcast was helpful for you. And if you're saying right now, Liz, I don't even know where to start because I feel so overwhelmed with all the things that I need to do. We talked about this you know, on other podcasts. We've talked about this with Krista from Motherhood Simplified. Paralyzed by overwhelm is a very real thing, especially as a mom, because you are wearing so many hats, working or staying at home with the kids, you're wearing so many different hats. And so you know, next month we're doing our Fit Mom Fit You. This is all just very foundational fit habits. Mom, fit Month. She fit, meant Fit Mom Fit Month. Fit Mom Fit Month. <laughs> yes, Fit Mom Fit Month. Thank you. Um, this is all very foundational habits that are going to be layered in week by week to help you build what we believe are the essential and necessary foundations for a healthy, resilient um, lifestyle, and that supports your physical well-being, not just your body composition, but this goes far beyond that. We're talking about your mindset, your emotional state, your stress, those things. Um, and so there's a link in the show notes. If you want to sign up for that, we hope that you will join us. We're going to be doing you know different email content, video content uh, to the participants of Fit Mom Fit Month. It's going to be inside of our Facebook group. If you're not on Facebook, that's okay too, because you are going to get the emails and the content delivered that way as well. So link is in the show notes. If you guys want to join us for Fit Mom Fit Month next month, we hope that you will do that. And for all of you out there today, we got a little fiery. This is Friday Fire. Um, If you're new to the Food Code podcast, this is what Friday Fires are for. But we wanted to be raw, real, and honest with you to let you know that we don't always want to do things either. And 
we're going to wrap it up today because we got to go make three other videos that neither one of us want to make right now, but we got 20 <laughs> minutes to get them done. And so we're going to go do the damn thing because that's what we do. Yep. And then at the end of the day, we're going to hang out with the kids and feel empowered that we got all this stuff done. So <laughs> have a great Friday, friends. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.